Ave Maria Purissima, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it's, it's good to remind, I, I talk about this several times a year, but it's good to have a reminder on fixing your intention at Mass. Remember, the priest always has an intention when he's saying Holy Mass, or at least he should, and that's what he's saying the Mass for. But you also should have an intention. It certainly does not have to be the same as mine. The whole idea in Holy Mass is that our Lord, once while well, he's hanging on the cross, was looking out through all time and seeing all the Masses and all the intentions, and he was offering that up right then. And then in time, we get to participate in that. So we get to be present spiritually at the foot of the cross. And so you want to have an intention to offer it up, which are, and the way you do that is you fix your intention at the offertory, which immediately follows this. And uh, when the priest uncovers the patent, you just you mentally place your intention on the host. And then when the priest is offering it up, you can read the offertory prayers. It talks about those around him. So for those intentions, when he goes over to the side and adds that little bit of water into the wine, that stands for your intentions. So you want to mentally place your intentions in the chalice at that time. Now, you can do it before then, you know, but it's good to do it right then because that way, this is what active participation at the Mass actually means. Since you're baptized, you can do these kind of things. It isn't all the kneeling up and, and sitting down and making responses and stuff. A Jewish person could do that and they can't actively par participate in Mass because they're not baptized. It's a privilege of the Catholic. So it's really a beautiful thing you can do. At any rate, then at, at that point in time, at, at the end of the offertory, and there's, there's like a, a reminder right at the very end of the offertory, because the priest kisses the altar and then just turns around like this. It's like mystically gathering. And he says, uh, it's orate fratre. So in English, it would be pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours might be acceptable to God the Father Almighty, because it's your sacrifice too. And that's, and that's the whole idea of that. So it's reminding you, you should get your, your uh, intention fixed if you haven't done so. So what kind of intention? Well, you should have a default one so that if you're sick or not feeling well or really distracted that day, you intend to offer it up for this if you forget. And that should be something like for a holy death. So you just make an act of the will that any, if I should forget, I mean to offer it up for a holy death. So that way after the consecration, you go, oh, today what was I thinking? Well, that, that's what you, you're covered in that way but uh, you should have an intention. Now, after the offertory, God the Father is looking down. And as long as I'm not up there clowning around, he's pleased with what he sees. But what does he see? He sees a host and he sees some wine, but he sees all the intentions there because they've been offered on his altar for those intentions. But then, of course, at the consecration, it's completely transformed because that's not what he's seeing. He's seeing his son. And his son is, is, is holding up those intentions to him right then. And he's pleased with his son. That's how that works. So there's this upward motion there at that part of the Mass. There's a different direction at communion. You can, have, you can and should have an intention for communion, and they don't have to be the same thing. They can be something quite different. But at communion, at communion, at the consecration and so forth, our Lord is taking those, those prayers up to the Heavenly Father. But at communion, He's coming to you and saying, what can I do for you? This is why Thanksgiving is so important. You want to have an intention at your Holy Communion, and you want to be asking our Lord for that intention and whatever else you need. That's why he's coming to you. He doesn't need anything. He's God. He's completely, utterly happy within himself. He needs nothing. 
but he wants to give things to us. And so we want to ask him for that. We want to spend that time, especially whilst he's sacramentally present in us, to talk to him about that stuff. If there's a fire, then of course you, you, you should leave. But generally speaking, a person, unless they actually have to go somewhere, and that's fair enough, but I mean, it's not like donuts are screaming at us on Sundays, uh, but generally speaking, people uh, run out of Catholic churches too fast. It's kind of astonishing. You only get so many communions in your life. There's only so many times you're going to be able to receive our Lord. And when you die, you won't regret the times you received our Lord and really spent that time talking to Him, telling Him that you love Him, Tell Him that you need this and that, that you need a holy death, praying for all those things you need to pray for. He's come to you. Take advantage of that. So at every Mass, make sure you fix your intention at the offertory, and every time you have the privilege to receive communion, make sure you make a thanksgiving. Thank you.